And great day to you. Thanks for joining us once again for another episode of Focus on Fertility. I'm your host, Dale Bader, and I'm so glad you've been able to join us once again today. We are going to be talking about an app. So if you're listening to me on this podcast today, that means you more than likely are using your smartphone device and you'll be able to download a specific app that can help you as we continue along your fertility journey. It's called the Fertile Calm app and two very important individuals that helped develop this particular app will be joining us today. Dr. Alice Domar from the Executive Director of the Domar Center for Mind, Body, Health and Director of Mind, Body Services at Boston IVF and Senior Staff Psychologist at Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center and also an Associate Professor of Obstetrics, Gynecology and Reproductive Biology at Harvard's Medical Center will be joining us, as is Elizabeth Grill. Uh, she is the Director of Psychological Services at the Center for Reproductive Medicine and Infertility and Assistant Professor of Psychology in the Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology, Reproductive Medicine and Psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital in the Weill Medical College of Cornell University. And both of them are joining us today from New York. So thank you very much, both of you. We do appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. Thanks for inviting us. Thanks. So I'm going to open the door and uh, you guys can take it as you wish from uh, either Dr. Domo or Dr. Grill, but can you introduce to us what is the Fertile Calm app and uh, how does it assist individuals who are going down the road of fertility care? Well, we did, this is Dr. Grill, we developed the app almost a year ago, was it a year and a half ago? It's been, it was launched about 13 months ago. And yeah. it's a great story because um, Dr. Domar and I were at a, an event for Resolve, which we've both been on the board for, and we sort of sat down with a cocktail napkin and said, hey, we've got an idea, let's map this out. And the reason it came about was because we had noticed that patients were coming in with very generic apps on their phone trying to manage the distress they were feeling while coping with the infertility journey. So they were doing some you know, mindfulness or some meditation on some apps, but there was really nothing that existed for the cognitive behavioral pieces, such as negative thoughts that we know are so common when people are going through this, or what to say in social situations where people are saying negative things and you know, insensitive things, although sometimes well-intended, they come out wrong. And so we really wanted to develop an app that would cover all of these different things, that they would have the relaxation techniques, but also the strategies for negative thoughts and social situations and self-nurturing techniques. And so that's how it was sort of born. You want to talk a little bit more about the app itself? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, this is Allie Domar. So Liz and I are both psychologists. We devote our practice to working with individuals and couples who are struggling with infertility. And both of us, both of us are cognitive behavioral psychologists. And so, you know, we don't talk about, you know, your relationship with your mother. We really talk about the issues in the here and now. And so every day patients come in and they'll say, oh my God, you know, I was at a family function and out of the blue, my sister announced she was pregnant. And I went into the bathroom and I cried for two days. Or I was at work and my doctor called with really bad news and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to handle myself at work. And so Liz and I both every day are talking to patients who are facing the same stressors over and over and over again, and they just feel gobsmacked every time. And so I think literally on that cocktail napkin, Liz and I started listing the 50 most challenging moments for somebody going through infertility. 
because between the two of us, we've been doing this for like, I don't know, 80 years. No, not literally. But, <laughs> you know, we've been in practice for a long time. And I do like to think that I've seen everything, although I don't. I haven't. So we came up with the 50 situations which are most likely to cause anxiety, depression, distress in, in women going through infertility. And so in the way Ferticom is designed, it looks like a flower and they're petals. And so the situation is in the middle. And then for every situation, there are six things you can do that moment to feel better. So if you're at a family event and your sister suddenly announces she's pregnant, you have a choice. There's behavioral solutions. You know, what can you do? What can you do behaviorally? There's cognitive solutions. What can you think? How can you think differently? There's social solutions. You know, I'm a big believer in I'm somebody that if someone says something to me that makes me uncomfortable, it takes me three days to come up, come up with a comeback line or oh, I should have said this. So we've come up with the comeback lines. And so for every insensitive thing someone says, there's a polite response and an educated response. Like, and, and so that our, that women going through infertility never feel unarmed. So we have those three things. We also have, as Liz mentioned, 10 pre-recorded relaxations. Five of them are short, five of them are longer. We also have a, a flower petal on self-nurturance and a flower petal on humor. And the idea here is for anyone going through infertility, no matter what's happened to them, they can find that situation and come up with solutions that second to feel better. You know, I think this is so important because um, having gone through this infertility journey myself with my wife, it's not just a physical um, issue that one's going through when they're going through infertility. They're, the mind and the and the and the moment of clarity is always there. And I still remember uh, my wife having trouble going to uh, a baby shower. She wanted to be supportive, but we were going through that infertility. That that baby shower event when she came home was why can't that baby shower be my baby shower? Why why isn't it my baby shower? And we didn't have anything like this at the time to kind of even go back and look at and say, well, what could you have done differently or what could you go home and do to help put you back in a mindset? I think this is a, an incredible uh, opportunity. And I'm looking at the app now and I see, you know, for those of you who haven't had a chance to download the app, can you guys let us know where, where can the app be downloaded from? It's actually, it's free. It's on the Apple and Android stores. It's been sponsored by Faring for two years. And so anyone can download it for free. So you just put in Ferticom, F-E-R-T-I-C-A-L-M. It's very easy. And, you know, when you talk, well, there's a whole section on baby showers because I think baby showers are uniformly painful. And so we have a whole section on, I don't know, Liz, did you just find it? Yep. Yeah. And so when you press on baby functions, it fans out into these subcategories, one being social media. So everyone loves to post these things on social media and what you can do when you find yourself you know inundated with that in your inbox pregnancy announcements you know how to deal with that um, baby events like you were mentioning do you go do you not go how do you manage the guilt you feel if you don't go and how do you take care of yourself and give yourself permission to sometimes either go and leave early and protect yourself you know a lot of what this app also does is just validate um the distress that people go through when they're experiencing any kind of infertility along this path. So it's to really understand that they're not alone. Not everyone can access a therapist. This shouldn't be used in lieu of one, but 
you know, not everybody has the ability or the means to go sit with a therapist. And so hopefully this will help them feel validated for what they're experiencing and give them coping strategies that they can use anytime, anywhere. And I, I see too that, uh, you know, I'm looking at the app right where it, it opens up and if, when once you go out there and download this app, so everybody that's listening today, I, I encourage you to go down and download it. You know, there's ones here, there's a leaf that says difficult emotions. There's even one on sex. So I guess you guys are actually helping with some of the difficulties that couples may face with regards to the, the sexual capacity as well. Yeah, it has a huge impact on relationships. Um, you know, it's something that a lot of couples have a hard time discussing. And so, and it really needs to be discussed because it is a very, very big part of what couples go through in terms of sex on demand and what that does to intimacy and how the intimacy of what people are used to experiencing in their private lives is all of a sudden brought to the doctor's office. And how do you cope with that? And if you've had unsuccessful cycles, you know, all of a sudden the warm and intimate feelings of a sexual experience become about failure and the poking and prodding of the needles and the shots, you know, doesn't make people feel good about their bodies and wanting to be touched. And so there's a lot that needs to be discussed here in terms of the sexual relationship and intimacy and what, what happens to a couple. And even if you're not going into fertility treatment right now, but maybe you guys are just now on this journey, starting out looking for some assistance, you know, there is all kinds of advice I see here that's even for those of you not going through fertility treatment, but there's even a leaf for those of you that are going through fertility treatment on things that uh, there's advice uh, about procedures and being upset at the clinic and such, correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, going through treatment can be hard. You know, it's it's not just the poking and prodding. It's the, you know, I talked to a patient recently who said it's the waiting. It's the waiting for an appointment. It's the waiting in the waiting room. It's the waiting to hear what the doctor says. It's the waiting to get your test results. She, founds the, she finds the waiting excruciating because you want something so badly. I mean, these women and men want a baby more than they've wanted anything else in their life, and, and they know exactly what they want. And it's not one of those situations where the harder you work at it, the more likely you are to get it. You can be doing everything right. You can be a wonderful person in a terrific relationship, and you know that you are going to create this incredible family. And yet something's just not working right. And so, you know, yeah, treatment is hard. Waiting for treatment is hard. You know, there we have we have um, examples of what do you do if the two of you disagree? Like what if she wants to try one thing and he isn't isn't feeling ready? I mean, in my experience, women tend to be a little ahead of the guys in terms of what they're ready for, what they want to try. And so, you know, when I sit down with a couple, you often have the wife say, he's holding me back. And the man will say, she's pushing me to make decisions I'm not ready for. Right. And so we, t we, there's lots of things on the app of how to communicate more successfully with your partner about how to make these really important, crucial decisions. And I can, I can relate to what you were just saying there because I, I go back to our journey over a decade ago. And while I was as much, I think, in, in desire of wanting to have a baby with my wife as she was, she was much more adaptive to accepting more advanced treatment, doing different processes. And I was more, well, do we really need to go there yet? Can we try something different first? Yeah. I, I totally see that where we were totally on two different ends of the spectrum. And that was a lot of discussion that, and at that point it was kind of trying to figure it out. Well, 
how, how do we discuss this? Because you're obviously much ready, more ready than I am. So I can definitely see. Can the app help? Uh, I see the section on partner, but can the app also be used by gentlemen? Can it help gentlemen who are going through this? Well, guess what? <laughs> We're glad you asked. Very good question. We now have an app for men that is being launched as we speak, and it is available for free as well online, and it is called Fertis Strong, F-E-R-T-I-S-T-R-O-N-G. And you can get it the same way you get Ferticom. And we really recognized the need for men to have their own app that dealt with the emotions and feelings and you know, negative thoughts and behaviors that are going on exclusively for a man as they go through this, and then how they can help support their partner um, as they go through the experience of infertility as well. So the man could be experiencing his own infertility and use the app, or may just want to support his partner as they're experiencing this as a couple without male factor. So now both are available. And I have not had a chance. I apologize for those of you listening because I have not been able to download that app yet to look at. Is it kind of set up in the same path? Kind of, uh, I know with the the woman, it's on the flower petals. Is it kind of a similar type of layout structure for the gentleman to follow along? It's not a flower, it's a tree. Okay. It's a tree, and so for, for men, they pick the petal. The leaves. I'm sorry, the leaf of the tree that's most relevant. Okay. Yeah, I think for Ferticom, which is the one for women, it's really meant for women. For Ferta Strong, I'd say half of it is for the guy himself, for what he's going through and what he's thinking and the things that he finds challenging. And the other half is how can he better support his partner? Um, and it was actually, you know, Liz and I wrote all the content for Ferticom because most of the patients that we see are women. The content for Ferta Strong was actually written by two of our colleagues who specialize in working with the male member of the infertile couple. And so they, with examples that were spot on for men. Awesome. Well, then we will definitely want to do a follow-up in more detail on the Ferta Strong app as well to help. So ladies, I know a lot of you are ladies that are listening in. Uh, convince your uh, your partner that this is an app that they can then download. Again, it's Furtis Strong, and we'll cover that then more in detail with an upcoming podcast. Uh, Dr. Domar, you had mentioned weight, uh, and I see there's a spe- – we've even covered it because we have uh, had somebody recently go through Fertility that wrote the book on the two-week weight challenge, but I see you actually have a pedal specifically here on the two-week weight. Well, you know, of, of Liz and I, I'm sort of the nerd of, 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 uh, of our partnership, and I, I do a lot of research on the stress of infertility. And there's no question that, you know, between ovulation and pregnancy test or between an embryo transfer and pregnancy test, whatever that, you know, they call the two-week wait, that is by far the most stressful time for anyone who's trying to have a baby. And so there's a lot on the app of sort of how to get through that two weeks. And there's actually been some research now showing, in fact, I did a study on it, I published it a couple of years ago, that if you can practice some of these cognitive behavioral strategies and practice some of these relaxation techniques, you will feel less depressed and less anxious during the two-week wait. Well, all in all, I think this is a great tool for every uh, individual that is going through infertility. I hope they download it, take it, uh, and utilize it to help them along. I can't say thank you more than enough to both of you for joining me today. I know you guys have very busy schedules, and hopefully we can have you both on at different times down the road talking about other topics uh, that might be interest and useful for those traveling down the fertility journey here 
on Focus on Fertility. So once again, Dr. Domar, Dr. Grill, thank you so much for joining us today. Our pleasure. Thanks so much for having us. If you've been trying to start your own family and haven't had success, you're not alone. Millions of people just like you are experiencing the same very personal and painful frustration. Infertility affects men and women equally. The Missouri Center for Reproductive Medicine, MCRM Fertility, can help. MCRM accepts most insurance and you don't need a referral. They offer the most advanced science and technology, including exclusive techniques and the embryoscope. Check them out at mcrmfertility.com. Thank you again to the content developers of the Fertile Calm app, Dr. Alice Domar of the Domar Center for Mind, Body, Health, and Dr. Elizabeth Grill of the Weill Medical College of Cornell University's Reproductive Medicine and Infertility. I'm hoping that uh, the app that we discussed today, the Fertile Calm app, will be able to help better guide you through some of those troubled waters along your fertility journey. And if you have any questions that you would like to ask either Dr. Domar or Dr. Grill, you can send those to me at questions at focusonfertility.net. We'll pass those along. Or if you have specific topics that you would like to hear covered right here on the Focus on Fertility weekly podcast, email me at questions at focusonfertility.net. All previous episodes of Focus on Fertility are available via our website at focusonfertility.net and also on the individual podcast networks such as iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio Network, iHeartRadio, and Podcast One. And until next week, wishing you the very best in health.